This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Kevin Altieri, director of Batman the Animated Series. This is best friend of the show, Monica Cabina, artist and colorist on Batman The Adventures Continue. And this is the DCAU Review. Hosted by Cal and Liam. Streaming at DCAUReview.com and on your favorite podcast app. Welcome, everybody, to another bonus episode of the DCAU Review. I am one of your hosts. With me, my good friend, good brother, the man that runs our social media accounts, and the man who is going to uh, help me today come up with a list of toys as grown adults that we wish we have. It's Liam. Liam, welcome to what we just realized before going on the air is our fifth annual for the fifth anniversary of our first Black Friday episode. That's right. I, uh, another another thing I don't think we necessarily uh, planned on making a tradition, but uh, something that uh, I end up now looking forward to every uh, every year around this time of year. It's of course the it's the craziest, most uh, most frequented shopping day of the year. And so, as always, we try to bring you something, uh, something somewhat appropriate, either in the world of action figures or we talked about video games one year. So uh, we always bring you something, uh, something appropriate to uh, to get you back in the mindset of being uh, being a, a a toy collector, no matter your age, or a uh, you know a collector of some kind, uh, no matter your age. And uh, what better day than Black Friday to? Uh, uh, as you said, Cal, sort of imagine what what has yet to come, what could still be in the pipeline now that uh, McFarlane has picked up the mantle of uh, of DC Direct, and we've already seen some uh, some re-released and one new uh, figures in this Batman the Animated Series line. That is right. Yeah, uh, everybody else has Black Friday specials, uh, usually selling you things. We're giving you a Black <laughs> Friday special for free. As we discuss a uh, a fantasy lineup, our as you put it on our uh, standard episode last week, we are writing our list to Santa Todd and asking him <laughs> check it twice and uh, to deliver us our our most wanted ads to the uh, to the much loved DC Direct slash DC Collectibles line of Batman the Animated Series slash the new Batman Adventures action figures. Another irony not lost on me, Liam, as we discuss this, is that one of our prior Black Friday episodes was mourning the loss of DC Mm. Direct and DC Collectibles as they were going out of business. So here we are years later uh, after they were shut down. uh, As you mentioned, Todd McFarlane, McFarlane Toys, 
uh, I guess, licensed the DC Direct name from DC Comics and is now producing things based on the the prior sculpts. And uh, this year was uh, our first year that we had additional figures released in that same style. There were several re-releases. Uh, re I believe actually last year technically was the first drop. He was responsible for putting out the tail end of the or distributing the tail end of the Batman The Adventures Continue figures. And then there was a box set exclusive to Walmart, I believe, here in the United States that had a re-release of uh, a couple of figures, including uh, Harvey Bullock uh, and uh, Batman, Joker, and uh, was it Harley Quinn, I think, was also in that set? I think it was a mm -hmm. four-pack. four, four pack. So, yeah, so Todd ha has put out previous figures. It was a lot of re-releases, but we got excited, I believe, was it San Diego Comic-Con 2023 when we had the release uh, or the the news drop that uh, Todd was going to be creating his first new original figure in this line, which of course was the extremely surprising but very toyetic is the word uh, in the industry used condiment king who after <laughs> after nearly thirty years uh, since his debut finally getting some respect in uh, in plastic three dimensional form came out this year so that's kind of cool and. The basis of this, as you mentioned, we sat around and said, listen, if Todd's going to be making action figures, if he's going to continue to be doing this, and from all that we've heard, there's uh, rumors that this line will continue. Uh, it's been received pretty successfully thus far, and Todd has been pushing out his own uh continuation of the batman 66 line that seems to be a exclusive mm -hmm. to target this line here in the states i believe was also exclusive to target so target's asking for more toys from todd todd is willing to provide them uh let's give todd a checklist our most wanted santa todd list here <laughs> so we're going to go down and uh let's talk about our format liam let's let the listeners know what we're going to be fantasy uh fantasy booking here Absolutely, Cal. So basically, our idea was if you're uh, if you're not familiar, these uh, this recent Batman the Animated Series set that Cal mentioned had uh, had four figures in it, and then each figure comes with a piece of that uh, that aforementioned Condiment King figure. Uh, that's your build a figure for the set. So we have five figures in total, four regular releases. That when you, uh, you if you collect them all, you can also build your own uh, fifth figure. So we have the idea since we're getting, uh, we, we decided to split it up into the Bat original Batman the Animated Series, uh, do one set of those, and then one set of uh, the new Batman adventures. Since we uh, imagine that there's likely going to be some uh, repaints, re-releases, and perhaps some new figures made uh, with with those uh, with that line as well as the original B Task line. So. Uh, Without any further ado, Cal, I think we should kick it off with the uh, the line that started it all, the BTAS line, and uh, I think uh, I think the, the the first one we got to have. We we were talking about how realistic do we want to make this, right? Because we could sit here all day, right? And we're going to be right. like, yes, I want a uh, Stromwell figure. <laughs> I want a Tony oh. Zuko figure. Oh man, again, right up our alley as the biggest nerd <laughs> you've ever seen. But you've also got to, yeah, as we've said, you know, you've got to get in the mind of a toy manufacturer. This is on major retail shelving in stores. <laughs> so you got to have some what they call anchors in your set that uh, that anybody, whether they are familiar with Batman, the animated series or not, will uh, will maybe take notice of and, and pick one up. So what better way to start it off than with the man himself, a Batman, but not uh, not just a straight repaint or re-release 
of the many, many existing uh, Batman Batman figures from that line. Uh, I want I want shirtless Neil Adams sword fight uh, homage Batman from uh, from the Demon's Quest Part Two, uh, complete with sword. Uh, just give me give me that. It's it's <laughs> unique. It's toyetic. Just Batman mask on, bare chested. He's got a sword, and uh, there you go. What better way to what better way to anchor the set? Who what kid is going to turn down a dope Batman with a sword? And what adult is going to turn down a shirtless <laughs> Batman with no nipples? Right, exactly, and and again, <laughs> one of the most, one of the more iconic, uh, you know, final acts, of course, of any episode of of the whole series. Of course, friend of the show, Kevin Altieri directed that episode, and it's uh, it's a pretty legendary one in all BTAS fans. So, like, I think it scratches the itch of your your regular rank and file consumer that might just stumble across it on the shelf, mm-hmm. and it fits uh, again. For people like us who have been collecting this line for a while, if you say, "Hey, I'm, we're putting out another BTAS Batman," you're like, "Oh my god, what what could they possibly do <laughs> to make me want to buy that?" Right. Well, well, how about if he's how about if he doesn't have a shirt on? There we go. Insta buy is what I would say. Plus, <laughs> it's not in our fantasy listing here, but that of course sets up. Let's say there's a fantasy third series in another mm-hmm. Batman the animated series series that sets you up down the road. Well, let's make a shirtless race. Exactly. And at that point you have a, you have a pair, you have a reason to buy uh, and, and put those two together. Uh, Todd, Todd loves doing box sets. So you could do a fantasy box set with a, mm-hmm. you know, with a, uh, a box that looks like the, the uh the the desert area that they were fighting on around the Lazarus pit. I'm, it, I'm smelling Comic Con exclusive all over. <laughs> we see uh, lots of merchandising uh, uh, options here, Todd. If you're looking for pe- idea men, you have two of them right <laughs> here that are willing to share these ideas for a price. We're giving them away for free here, but we've got more in the archives that we're willing to share. So that's right. Please email us at dcaureview at gmail dot com if you're interested in hiring us. <laughs> Uh, but for moving on from there, Liam, I, we love that. So that sets us up. We have one character that the execs at Target are very interested in. There's a Batman. Todd loves making Batman figures, by the way. One of his major <laughs> complaints of his his regular McFarlane line is there's too many Batman. But mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, Todd loves making Batman. And uh, who doesn't love Batman? But uh, we've talked about uh, recently on the Standard Podcast, a villainess that was not given much respect to date has no plastic incarnation of her character. And really, as we talked about on the episode just a few weeks ago here on the on the podcast, bookends the Batman, the animated series. And uh, and it feels like a crime against humanity that this original character doesn't have an action figure over all of the the series of action figures dating back to Kenner. There's no plastic incarnation of this figure. So why not take this opportunity to make the first ever Red Claw figure? Uh, Seems like if we're looking at realistic ideas here, that's, that's a big omission from that original run of figures that DC directed that would be a... It's sort of a niche for some people, but I feel like the the character design itself, the bright red jumpsuit, the white mm-hmm. streak in the hair, the tattoo on the arm, all of that stuff looks cool when it's sitting on a, a store shelf and uh, would be an extremely uh, important ad for a lot of 
B-task completionist, seeing as how, again, first ever figure, second, it uh, it really fills in some of those holes for for the the characters that were not made in that original run. Absolutely. And I'm already thinking like accessories. I think you get you get like the canister of poison or whatever from mm-hmm. the cat and the claw. Mm-hmm. You get maybe her like her little dark gun or whatever from that sure. episode. Sure. And then I think you do the cowl. You do a like a a, a, a bat cowl that fits in her hand, playing off the the line in the the end of the line in the unicorn where she tears off Bruce's mask while she's in the the back of the bat plane and he ejects her. Uh, I think I think that's I think that's great uh, that's great value and and yeah I I honestly think we have one other villain on the list that I think is is close but I really think Red Claw is like the most glaring omission from that original DC Direct line we got a lot of great ones mm-hmm. um, at least from the B test set we'll get to the TNDA in a minute as well I think there's some there but um, yeah I just think Red Claw because like we said she booked she's in the very first episode that ever airs on Fox Kids she's in the very last episode that ever airs on Fox Kids the last new episode anyway mm-hmm. uh, she she bookends the series quite literally as you said and uh, has had no uh, no plastic representation and as we as we talked about on the pod recently until recently didn't even appear in many comic books so uh, <laughs> it's time to give Red Claw her due and what better way to do that than in a McFarland DC Direct figure yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would again, I think you have this figure sitting on the shelf. It's bright red. It's got black hair with a white streak. Even if you don't know who the character is, it invokes that like Baroness from the G.I. Joe cartoon type stylization. It's got this tattoo on her arm. Um, granted, we talked about it. She's only recently made her dc uh, comics debut so maybe not in not enough widely known in the zeitgeist of of batman to 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 warrant a figure but i think the other stuff makes up more than than enough for that just never having had an action figure made before it's a great design. It doesn't feel like it feels like you could take reworked parts. We talked about that too, like a little bit of nerdiness and the knowledge that we have that goes into making action figures is that, of course, the the companies are looking to save as much money as possible. So rather than creating a whole new figure from scratch, they will take pieces from other characters and sort of rework them or add them to create new molds. So in this case, uh, you take one of the Bruce Tim female bucks that you already have, like a Catwoman or something like that, and you just kind of rework it so that it 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 work it looks like Red Claw's body. You maybe take take the belt away or you add some more detail to things, and then voila, you have a Red Claw body. And the only thing you really have to mass produce sculpt is the head. So. Uh, yeah, I think all of, for all of those reasons, a glaring omission in our all of our collections deserves a place in this fantasy Todd wish list. Absolutely. And one last suggestion is that you give her an interchangeable ham to recreate the pimp slap she gives Robin. <laughs> the, and, uh, the, karate, her, the karate chop that's actually a, a backhand. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I, I love that. That's a it's a great suggestion. We are uh, we're rolling here through our set, so we got two out of our uh, four figures thus far, and uh, so uh, let's uh, let's talk about our next one, Liam. Another glaring omission based on the amount of screen time that this character gets. Uh, we got a uh, an interchangeable head featuring him on one of the Batman. Uh, well, there's a Batman set that came with a bunch of interchangeable heads. The Expressions mm-hmm. pack. But uh, a glaring omission, to say the least, somehow never made in all of the different series we've ever had is a 
boxy brown suit with yellow mustard shirt bruce wayne figure yeah everybody uh everybody if you see uh some of the great action figure photographers on on instagram and and stuff everybody uses the gordon body and then pops that bruce wayne head on from the expressions pack mm-hmm. and it looks pretty good but no we need we need just full-on bruce 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 didn't wear a trench coat he was in a brown suit for you know whatever 85 episodes he's in that brown suit in like 82 of them (laughs) so you need you need brown suit bruce brown suit yellow shirt bruce wayne Uh, again you already have plenty of suit uh suit bucks i don't think that would be too much of an ask as far as uh new tooling uh required you already have a bruce wayne head that you can throw on there uh yeah i think this is a this is a slam dunk um the only thing I'm, i'm trying to think of like accessories I feel like he uses a grappling hook as Bruce in an episode, maybe Prophecy of Doom or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you give him something like that or interchangeable hands or something. Um, uh, maybe you, oh, you give him, you give him the book from uh, that has like the, he can't read book because he's in a dream and a chance to dream. There's <laughs> a newspaper, the messed up newspaper. You give him that as like a, an accessory. That's, I like that. That's yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think that's a that's a great accessory use. I was going to say the only other thing that you could give him, you could give him like the uh, maybe the uh, the audio cassette recorder that he takes uh, in the in on the leather wings, Ooh, yeah, uh, to to kind of verify the bat noises. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else that you can think of? Um, nothing. Nothing sticks out as being like a good accessory otherwise. But yeah, that no, maybe you do an alternate head like a. That's, you know, a surprise face or a screaming face or something. Oh, I know. You give him young Bruce Wayne from uh, from Robin's Reckoning flashback. Oh, come on. Take my Smooth money. Let's hair. go. Let's go. Now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love that. That's, uh, that's a great, great, uh, great, great suggestion there. The accessories sometimes are half the fun. Like that was absolutely one of the big selling points of those original DC direct figures was the, the episode specific accessories that came with it. And uh, as the, uh, as the line uh, wound down, that's something that they unfortunately seem to get cost cut. So we love to see that Todd is uh, still including accessories with these figures, even at a a higher price point. But uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's continue here, Liam, with our fourth figure of the set. Uh, another figure uh, that we think is vastly underrepresented in plastic form. Uh, he has a figure. He he got a figure release in the Justice League Unlimited line, but it's safe to say I think his appearances in in Batman the Animated Series are far <laughs> more memorable based on uh, based on what he did in the episodes that were that he was involved in. But uh, yet another villain that has never had his his BTOS uh, incarnation in uh, in plastic form. That's right. And we were talking about none other than the Clock King himself. Uh, I love this one. First of all, we haven't picked one yet for this. I think this is your Chase uh, paint variant because you do him in the brown suit from the first episode, and then you give him the black or the gray suit from Time Out of Joint. Done deal. Easy. Accessories. Accessories. You get the cane. You get the little time device thing from... Mm -hmm from time out of joint a bad episode but certainly <laughs> one with memorable memorable accoutrements um yeah and and just i think a, a really really again don't don't particularly care you can listen to our full review of time out of joint back in the archives 
but uh, that first clocking episode, great, great episode, puts a spotlight on Mayor Hill. Another one that I think if we if if we do a volume two of this someday, Mayor Hill would be a neat one to get. But uh, that first episode where he's sort of feuding with Mayor Hill and and just the the, the overall idea, he's like a fifty five year old man, but he's so smart and so prepared. Uh, that he can even outsmart Batman is uh, is a great a great foil for that character in a in a non in a way that's not necessarily a physical threat to Batman. Uh, so a very memorable character, and uh, I love uh, I love that idea of uh, of of a Clock King, and uh, I've really talked myself into the him being our our paint variant for the, for this set. <laughs> we love that. It's it would make a lot more sense than the uh, the variant that Todd did with the the Scarecrow figure, which the, the brown and yellow. <laughs> yeah, not really. Was that based off of like that Batman Adventures number eighteen cover or something mm, like that? Maybe. Uh, I think it's 18, right? Where he's holding. I, 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 if I pulled that, yeah, I was gonna say if I pulled that number, I'd be pretty proud of myself. <laughs> uh, we'll let the uh, the Twitter the Twitter followers let us. I'm sorry, the X followers let us know if we got <laughs> that one right or not. But it might be 16. Anyway, um, yeah, that it, let's let's do some let's do some variants that make sense that people will actually want. Uh, Todd, again, uh, talk talk to us in our email. Slide into our DMs if you're interested in some real good uh, marketing advice. <laughs> and uh, Liam, uh, we we kind of uh, buried the lead here with our with our build a figure, and this might maybe won't be as exciting to some people, um, but I think. Again, we're talking about if we this was going to be somewhat of a realistic idea and we're reusing or repainting or, you know, doing things to sort of budget this line for for the time being, as we know that they aren't just going to do four brand new sculpts and figures. Um, we settled on our build a figure, which, again, I think we had some ideas of what the build a figure could be. There's other glaring omissions from the series that could have probably landed here in our build a figure. We talked about, uh, uh, we talked about the, the, uh, the, the wolf man. We talked about mm-hmm. Tigress from tiger, tiger, another yeah, horrible, he terrible. Pointed episode. Out. <laughs> that... he pointed out though, Todd loves his, he loves his monster characters. He, does. he loves creating monster characters. He loves making uh, incarnations of monster characters. So mm-hmm. maybe those would be more enticing to him, but uh, as far as those would obviously be reused or those would be brand new sculpts. We also talked about lockup, which would be mm-hmm. another brand new sculpt, a bigger mm-hmm. fella The the build of figures tend to be, although, condiment king was not a bigger fella he he does yeah. tend to use those that spot to to create a larger monster like figure but uh in this case we decided to go more realistic and uh we decided to land on just a repainted with a maybe an added accessory man bat aka she bat from the second man bat episode where uh doc spoiler alert dr kirk langstrom's wife uh, Francine is infected with the uh, with the man bat serum and uh, is transforming. And it's a whole big mystery as to who is transformed into the man bat. So, um, again, it would be a pretty simple repaint based on what we saw in that episode. She's wearing pink pants and has like a, a shirt that sort of drapes over her shoulders for the majority mm-hmm. of it. Uh, but, uh, for modesty purposes, of course, <laughs> uh, but it, it's, uh, it, it would be interesting because I think 
I, I'm pretty sure the re- resale value of the man bat figure is uh, is pretty insane these days. Yeah. So you might make some people upset that you're not re-releasing that figure, but that figure's arms already come off because they had interchangeable arms anyway. That's so right. it's already set up to be sort of a build a figure style. Uh, just uh, you know, you can you can put the uh, the select one of those arms uh, arm choices and uh, paint the pants pink and call it a day. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a slam dunk. Like you said, it's it's a realistic one and it, it is a chance to get that figure back out into the world, but not just do a straight re-release. So right. um, I uh, I like that idea, too. So, yeah, and I think that that episode is uh, super, super memorable and uh, and uh, and a really fun one. So I, I like that idea for um, they don't really come the build figures don't come with accessories. So we don't get to I was like, what is she going to come with the oranges? Like. <laughs> she's eating or whatever like i was like she doesn't really have accessories maybe a sad a sad man bat face like yeah that would be good you could like if you wanted to i don't know how that head the heads don't really pop off on those figures so maybe maybe you couldn't exchange it but you could in theory you could like add value to your original one by having a different expression or something for sure but uh yes i think that's uh that's that's so that's our that's our final answer on uh at least on this first uh this first B-Test set here, we've got shirtless Batman with sword. We've got Red Claw, uh, easy slam dunk. I think that's the superstar of that set. Mm-hmm. And then we got uh, Clock King, again, another villain that should uh, should have had a figure somewhere along the lines. And uh, and like you said, just a character that uh, he appeared so often in the show, he is kind of a glaring omission to not get a, a out-of-costume Bruce Wayne somewhere along the lines. And then our, our build-a-figure She-Bat, so... I think that's a really solid and uh, at least somewhat realistic uh, idea for a set. Absolutely. In our opinions anyway. And uh, of <laughs> course we open the lines of communication before we move to our second list here, Liam of fantasy Todd wish lists. Uh, we open the lines of communication, follow us at DCAU review on the website, formerly known as Twitter now X. And of course on Instagram at DCAU review, let us know your thoughts Send us your four uh, wish lists, your your uh, fantasy wish lists for Todd. And hey, if uh, if the big guy reaches out to us, we'll put in a good word for you. Uh, if uh, <laughs> if uh, if if that uh, if it comes to that. But uh, in the meantime, Liam, let's move on to our second list for here on our Black Friday special. And uh, as we continue, as you mentioned, we'll do a uh, we'll split things up here. So obviously, we know that that original the original releases from DC Direct were not completely the Batman the Animated Series. You would have two from Batman the Animated Series and two from the new Batman Adventures, or three and one, mm-hmm. or it wasn't exactly balanced. Uh, we did, by the end of the line, get almost both versions of every single character, but there were some that when I look at my collection, it's very, very irritating that there are some figures that they just <laughs> only made in uh, in the BTOS version and not in the TNBA version. So uh, there's a couple I feel like that are probably going to end on this list here, but uh, our anchor, I think, is the one that I'm most excited about and and uh like chomping at the bit almost drooling at the idea of seeing this in that classic uh classic btos inspired packaging sitting on a target shelf well yeah and i i don't, I don't want to steal your thunder because this was cal's brainchild and his idea so i'm gonna let him tell it but <laughs> it's uh it's certainly from an episode that's uh very near to our heart technically 
it's not a new Batman Adventures episode. It's a Superman episode, but it is uh, very Batman uh, themed. So I think we could fit it in. That's right. Uh, so if you recall, there is a uh, one of the crossover episodes from the new Batman Adventures was the episode Nighttime, which was a Superman the Animated Series episode, as Liam mm-hmm. pointed out. But uh, it uh, features one of the just the most fun sequences in all of uh, in all of the DCAU. And that's, of course, where Bruce Wayne uh goes missing and is under uh under under some strange circumstances uh tim drake robin is left kind of holding the bag trying to figure things out defending the city and uh on his own and thankfully uh, right at the beginning of the episode who should show up but the man of steel himself and uh superman being the kind-hearted person that he is not only does he agree to help robin figure out what happened to bruce uh, but he realizes uh, Robin realizes the impact it would have on the city if they realize that Batman is not there. So volunteering to put on the cape and cowl for the episode is none other than Clark Kent himself, Superman. And it uh, the rest of that episode is just a fun bit of hijinks. We haven't had the opportunity to discuss it on our own podcast, but we've guest starred uh, on the uh, Superman the Animated Series podcast, Liam, discussing this episode nighttime. And uh, it's a joy any time that we get to revisit it. We're looking forward to talking about it eventually on our podcast. But uh, yes, yeah, I think because of all of those things, you put a unmasked S- Superman head on the bat, the TNBA Batman body. Heck, mm-hmm. you can have interchangeable heads. You have a completely reused model minus the head, and the Superman head already exists as well. So it's all reused parts. Todd, hire me. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. <laughs> now, I, when you said this, I was like, this is, this is so brilliant that I'm like, <laughs> I'm shocked they didn't <laughs> that DC direct didn't think of it uh, before the, before the line ended as a way to reuse that Superman head. Cause yes, there was a, a, a DC direct Superman and Lois Lane two pack from uh, Superman, the animated series, but we didn't get any other Superman figures. Uh, so yeah, this would be a great opportunity to rework that head in, as you said, all reused parts. It's uh, it's an iconic episode, as you mentioned, one that's very near and dear to both of us. Uh, yeah, it's this is this is a no brainer. Give him a, a a a telephone with a needle in the ear, and oh, uh, and uh, I don't know the the paper that he looks on that has the nanites on it or something. Let's and, go. Uh, yeah, that's all you need. That's your that's your that's your anchor for this set is uh, is Superman dressed as Batman, interchangeable head. That's what else do you need? I mean, and come on, what kid? If even if this is a line that is marketed towards adults. It is what if a kid sees that and it's Superman, it, the, literally the text on the packaging says Superman as Batman. Like, who's not going to look at that and go, that's freaking cool. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's a it's an eye catching figure. And it's uh, it's just one of those classic uh, one of those classic things that's existed in various forms in various eras going back to like the 50s. 
Mm-hmm. It's always fun when Batman and Superman dress up as each other. It just is. So mm-hmm. uh, getting to immortalize the the DCAU version of that story, uh, just a complete slam dunk. Like you said, I think it has appeal for your regular rank and file shopper and an action figure fan and uh, would be a, a huge piece for a uh, a big DCAU nerd like yourself or I. So <laughs> love that idea. And uh, that's that's the anchor for this set. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, our, our DMs are open, Todd. Uh, let's move on to our second figure, Liam. A uh, Another episode that maybe doesn't, uh, I don't know, you have to be sort of like a, a hardcore TNBA fan, I think, mm-hmm. uh, to really remember the episode. Because I feel like it was really late in the run that they ended up doing uh, this episode. And I don't remember it being that often in the rotation as far as, uh, as far mm-hmm. as episodes were concerned. Uh, the Roxy rocket episode certainly seemed to be, but <laughs> I, I do not remember the, uh, the episode featuring calendar girl, which I believe was called seasons. Is that right? Mean, mean, seasons. mean seasons. That's right. Mean seasons, uh, calendar girl who, again, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a streamlined, Bruce Tim pinup girl drawing essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you reuse the same bodies that you already have, and uh, it's a girl that's uh, completely one color. Uh, I was she's say, not a lot of paint dap on that. Like, yep, it's... she's got a, a a pretty pretty plain face with black hair and a a, a white mask, and voila. Uh, and to your credit, your idea before we went on on the air and started recording. It's an easy chase. You have a chase version of it. You got two different versions of it. You got the green one. You could do a red one or the orange one. I think mm-hmm. there's there's multiple outfits that she wears that are simply different colors. Uh, so again, you have a chase automatically in the line. It's uh, it's not expensive based on paint application and uh, and the style of of a uh, of body that we're using. So again, uh, I think uh, as far as what you can do is accessories. I think there's a uh, there's a scene that takes place in the there, well, it's mean season. So each season there's a summer, winter, fall uh, season that that uh, she's encountered each one. Thus the name Calendar Girl. So we mm-hmm. have uh, we have I think there's a Halloween bit that they did with some pumpkins from my recollection. Um, I don't remember what the other. Is there a Valentine's Day thing? I I can't remember. I there's there's a uh, there's an Uncle Sam hack. So like one of them one of them takes place on Fourth of July. That's right. Uh, so you could do that one. I think uh, you could potentially do another head because of course at the end of the episode her her mask comes off. Mm-hmm. So that there's an option there. And then yes, I think there's I think she interrupts like a beauty pageant or one point and like rips off the 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 model's sash or something. So. <laughs> Yeah, maybe not as many obvious accessories, but I just like you said the f- the figure minimal tooling, minimal paint, uh, a good I- idea to get a chase in there that still is accurate to the show, and then uh, yeah, maybe a- an alternate head, and-, and I don't know, I'm sure she holds a gun or something at one point in that episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, that seems like a seems like an easy easy choice either way uh but yeah someone else that again you see that on a shelf she's kind of got that blank weird face uh you know mm. emotionless uh, uh mask that she wears so yeah it's interesting it kind of stands out on a shelf looks very actually, interesting and actually i should mention a really easy another reusable accessory she uses a scythe in the in the end of that episode. Oh, uh, so we already have that from the the scarecrow. So easy, easy to just put that in there as well. So there you go. God, look at how much money we've saved you already. 
You could have hired us with all of the savings that we're providing you with this free advice. Come on. Absolutely. All right, William, let's move on to our next one, which is going to be another glaring omission. Uh, maybe the biggest upgrade, the biggest glow up, I think, uh, <laughs> in the NBA. That, of course, being uh, that uh, that feathered f- uh, felon, uh, the, 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 the rehabilitated. Oswald Cobblepot, a.k.a. the Penguin, uh, who clearly had left, uh, had gotten, I think, some sort of uh, weight loss surgery or something and mm-hmm. uh, and some plastic surgery to his hands. Also, in between in between uh, whatever happened in BTOS and TMBA. And uh, he's <laughs> he's all better now. He looks a lot more svelte. He's running the Iceberg Lounge mm-hmm. and how we didn't get this m- much improved design as an action figure is beyond me but seems like just the, maybe the biggest omission from this line uh, from that original run. Absolutely. Yeah. This is one when we, when we started kind of kicking this idea around originally and we're like, well, how many figures are there that are like gimmies that should have been in the original line that you can't believe aren't there. And red claw was certainly one, as we mentioned. And I think the NBA penguin is the other, like the, the other obvious omission there where you just go, how did we not get this like he's he's in a lot of episodes because they they sort of remake him into that sort of behind the scenes kingpin type character a lot of the episodes seem to take place at the iceberg lounge so he's he's around a lot in that uh in that uh last season and again even appears in superman and whatever in that in that nighttime episode we talked about so there's yeah this is like such an easy slam dunk you do a maybe you do a head without the hat on or you make the hat removable give him an umbrella to maybe the given the machine gun or, or something that he, that he shoots in the Roxy rocket episode, easy uh, slam dunk. Can't believe, uh, can't believe we're, we're even putting this on the list because it was one of those ones where I asked, like they made this right. Like, I think that was even what I said. I was like, <laughs> is it? I was like, am I, am I like coming up? Am I Googling something wrong that they didn't do a TNBA penguin? I just, you just would have assumed that they did. He's, one of Batman's most iconic villains and that, and it's such a departure from a re you know, from the, uh, the DeVito inspired original series that it feels like you have to do a new, a new one for that, but they never did. So that is, I feel like the most obvious and glaring uh, need on, on, at least on the TNBA rogues gallery side. Yeah. I don't know how that one was missed. Um, maybe it was planned for a line, uh, one of the final uh, ends of that series that just never got to production or what have you. But yeah, it seems like the amount of time that he spent on screen outside of one of those other, you know, gangsters from, from BTOS man, like especially the amount of time in the, the TNBA run. Yeah. It just feels like a, a miscarriage of justice that the penguin didn't get a, didn't get a, uh, a glow up re-release. So uh speaking of the penguin liam not only did he appear in the new batman adventures multiple times but for our last figure in us in the set he appeared in a extremely memorable tnba direct to video uh that Mm -hmm. uh, i think is is uh is well worth even though it's technically not tnba it's <laughs> tnba adjacent and i think uh yeah. todd wouldn't care because i think another insta buy uh with uh with our last figure of the set yeah absolutely this is uh this is uh i think a slam dunk and that is 
uh, none other than from the uh, the tit- the other titular character in Batman Mystery of the Batwoman. It's Batwoman from uh, from that movie. It's the the all silver suit kind of somewhere in between the the Batgirl design and the Beyond suit. It's it's uh, it's it's completely its own thing. And uh, to me, it's like that. That movie is great. You the 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 most obvious accessories, which are obviously three different women. Spoiler alert: mm-hmm. are uh, sharing that identity in that film. So you just do one head for each of our our three Batwoman identities, and then the cowled head, and that's that's plenty right there. And, uh, and again, let me just say this: mm-hmm. Todd uh, famously loves doing uh one figure and then with one head and then he'll come out later with a unmasked figure so he could even in order to maximize profits <laughs> he could do chases with the different heads mm-hmm. he could do just the masked version here and release unmasked right. versions later on we're giving him so many ideas here for Again, free you go back to comic con exclusive you do one with that like rocket sled thing she's oh, on come on now take all of my money let's go <laughs> absolutely i yeah i i love that that's obviously one we haven't covered yet as we haven't gotten into the new batman adventures yet but uh yeah very memorable and super toyetic uh figure there and again not wouldn't really be that much in the way of new new tooling obviously maybe the emblem on her chest and the different belt but uh, and then the heads or whatever, but that's 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 doable. Yeah, Gosh, I, darn it. yeah, I I, uh, I would say so. <laughs> absolutely. And then uh, our build a figure finally rounding out this TNBA set. Uh, maybe the other glaring omission you you mentioned kind of at the start, Cal. This is one that uh, it you need to, you need the yin and the yang to you need this guy to match the the BTAS uh, version of this. And again, another figure that I would argue maybe the TNBA design is better and may, or at least more memorable to me as a, as a kid. And uh, that is none other than Clayface. Mm, come on. Yeah. Uh, another one that, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think I really, there's just something about that TNBA design. It just sort of matches up a little bit more with the voice in my head for some reason. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, uh, of course uh your your favorite your favorite episode maybe of all time yeah uh, especially from the tnba run uh is features him uh i don't know that you would have uh the budget to include a a uh a annie uh, also in this but hey again todd loves re-releases and and reusing things once he's created Mm -hmm. them so again that could be a a comic-con exclusive or something at some point but uh yeah that that character obviously beyond tnba he also appears in justice league so you can put him with your justice league figures it has multiple mm-hmm. multiple uh uses there but yeah a a big fella uh that would be uh borderline monstrous i would say uh, <laughs> t- uh that, t- that todd might get a kick out of uh creating. Got some girth to him yeah for sure absolutely uh and uh again i think enough people uh, appreciate his appearances in the TNBA run where that would be a driver to, Hey, you got to collect them all. You got to get everybody in order to put them together. So maybe you'd have some people that would pass on a, uh, on a she bat figure, but come on, Clayface, you got to have him. You got to have the TNBA Clayface, especially <laughs> if he's a, a hulking uh, mass of a, of a, of a mud man uh, to, to put on your shelf there. So yeah, I would, I would agree. A, another glaring, 
omission from the original run that uh, was probably not not made due to the cost uh, at the time. But uh, yeah, could be a, an interesting way to fit him into this run here if you if you wanted to. Absolutely, and this is this is going to be my last thing that gets total. This is total fantasy. Like I just don't see a way that this could be made. <laughs> but I want him to have the ability to have the two extra arms come out of his chest. This is that point in Growing Pains where he's shoving Robin over the ledge and Robin's kind of gripping and then two more hands shoot out of his chest. Oh, that's right. Four hands like trying to shove Tim and then Annie runs up the steps and and tackles him or whatever. I was like, there's no way that could be applied in any sort of realistic fashion. But uh, th- that or I would like interchangeable. I would like a Montoya elf hat- head and a bullock head to intimate when he's transforming in uh, in Holiday Nights. That's that would be my real, real fantasy fantasy. Uh, n- not not ever going to happen additions to that clay face. But yes, just a standard clay face build a figure, uh, I think, is uh, is an easy win for this uh, for this fantasy book set. I love it. And uh, again, we uh, we left a lot of meat on the table. There's a lot of certainly a lot of uh, supporting characters, variations of characters that we could have probably pulled out here. Uh, some, some ideas that uh, were not uh, didn't make the final cut here. Uh, again, if, uh, if this episode is well received, if this is something that you enjoyed, uh, let your voice be heard and uh, send us some feedback and let us know your thoughts on this episode, whether it's uh, in the DMs on the uh, on the the public posts uh or tweet at us or or uh or x us whatever that that is called these days <laughs> but uh yeah let us know if you like this uh and uh, maybe if this continues and uh todd continues making figures uh we will uh we'll go ahead and, and continue this tradition down the line for another bonus episode but liam it has been a fun episode hard to believe we've already made it to the end of our episode but uh we do want to wish all of our listeners a very happy and healthy holiday season here uh we know that this time of year is uh is one that is often marketed as joyous and uh and uh, a time for celebration and love and laughter and we certainly know that that is the case but we also recognize for a lot of people it is a difficult time it's a stark reminder of uh lost loved ones or uh maybe uh feeling uh feeling less than other people and just from the bottom of our hearts we want to let people know if you're listening to this podcast we thank you we recognize that you're important, that you matter. And, uh, you know, every, any time that we get an opportunity, whether, whether we've interacted with you or not, we want to say thank you. And this is the opportunity every year we have to say thank you to our listeners. Uh, and, uh, we really wish you the best holiday season, uh, you've ever had and, uh, hope that it's one that it's joyous. Hey, and if you need, want to talk about Batman, the animated series or DC animation, uh, you know where to find us where our, uh, our DMS are always open to chat about stuff. And it's one of the, one of the things that we constantly hammer home is one of the best things about doing the podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always like to hear feedback, especially on a show like this, because I'm sure uh, if, if you're big nerds like us of, of, of the DCAU and of, uh, of toys and collectibles, there's probably some big glaring one that we're just not thinking of that you're you're yelling at your uh, your <laughs> phone or your or your your car or stereo or wherever you're listening to this. Um, so definitely hit us up on uh, on Instagram or uh, or uh, Twitter, uh, the artist formerly known as Twitter, and uh, and let us know what you uh, what what your picks would be for this, especially an episode like.
like this we love getting feedback on but yeah we just like nerding out with you with you guys so uh, hopefully we get to do that a bit, a bit more absolutely uh you're never alone even when you feel alone you're never alone and we're here uh cheering you on so if, uh, if you want to talk about uh, dc animation or, or anything of the sort uh you know feel free to reach out to us and chat and we sincerely hope that this holiday season is the best you've had yet uh Join us next week as we return to our standard fair as we continue reviewing another episode of the DC Animated Universe. But until then, I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And we will talk to you on that next episode of the DCAU Review. Bye-bye. <laughs>